you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. Um, I have to say, last week's show has uh, either pushed some buttons and had a lot of inquiries, lots of feedback. So. I had questions, I know. <laughs> well, we always have questions. but So we're going to get into that a little more because we have to do that. So first, because I'll forget, I'm going to tell you that next week who our guests are because I think I'll do it up front because sometimes we keep going at the end and then it just drops off. So next week is I was going to say Tim Hortons. <laughs> it's Tim Horn, and he's one of my uh, trainers in the United States for Simpson Protocol. And along with him will be his West Coast buddy, Greg Beckett. The two of them are a hoot together, uh, as long as we can keep Tim functioning and the technical stuff. <laughs> Last time he was on Upside Down. It was very, uh, very entertaining. <laughs> no, we always have fun. Anyways, and then another one, I mean, you know, I've had my local uh, hypnotist on Wendy Weber, and she's been on Dreams, and she's always popular with the hypnotist and people that are just not that are regular people. people, (laughs) So I'm inviting another hypnotist, local hypnotist, who is really well thought of in the the region. So she's Natalie, and and she's going to be here, but you know what? The little brat, she's off somewhere warm while we're sitting here in the snow coming down on us. Being a good hypnotist, she's in Bali right now. Is she in Bali? I think it's somewhere. It's somewhere warm. We don't really know. But whatever it is, we're going to start getting going on this. So the first thing, Martin, was uh, the resolution thing. Yeah, we should do that. (laughs) Well, we did have some inquiries because it says, you know, well, that's all fine, but how do I do that? Well, we were talking about, or you were talking yeah. about, so all you were talking about, <laughs> well, the thing is to find your own path, right? That was the, the key mm-hmm. to the, all resolutions. Make any resolutions you want, but if it's not your path, yeah. who cares? So that, of course, that brought the question up, well, how do I find a path? How do I know it's mine? And what do I do about it, et cetera, et cetera. And um, also, in it was brought up in terms of... Um, uh, resolutions any good and you know how to use them or not use them and, and using affirmations and what's your favorite affirmation oh my favorite affirmation is every day in every way everything gets better and better because your mind always knows what you would like to be better and better and everything's attached to the mind the affirmation is just going to go where you need it to go and so, but on that also, we, you have a free self-hypnosis site that you recommend yep. people to go to, and it's um, go to esdaleinstitute.com. Yeah. And, and you're going to make me do some work. And we're going to put up <laughs> some uh, affirmations that you actually use in some of your classes yeah. for that, that, just to help. They can take it or leave it or pick the affirmations they like and just go with it. Yeah. We'll put some stuff up there to direct you. Also, you mentioned last week, uh, Wendy uh, to, writes down dreams and she's yes. always writing stuff down and journaling. Journaling. Ooh, that's a lot of work, journaling. Yeah. So we're also going to put up on that site some um, things that, some directions for the, in terms of journaling and sort of questions to ask during the day or during your journaling exploits. And that just shows you the difference in how we attain where we go. I mean, Wendy journals, she has everything figured out, her dreams or everything. What do I do? I just sort of go inside and float around and see what feels right. <laughs> and because I'm not very visual, I'm not all those things. You have to take how you are and you say, oh, journaling is difficult. Well, then you don't need to do the journaling. If you enjoy people who journal, enjoy doing the journaling. And she keeps the Wendy's pretty um, meticulous about it. Yes, but also very determined and, and oh, accountable yeah. on it. Yeah, she's very, and yeah, she stays accountable. So that's great thing. So that's part of it, is that you stay accountable for, to yourself. You don't have anybody else to be accountable to. But so how do you do that? That isn't easy. That You know, people say, well, what was it you told me something about success? You told <laughs> me earlier, you said, well, success. 
You just oh. have to change the story. People oh, yeah. said in a magazine. Yeah. And that is the truth. You just have to change the story. Because we live by our stories. But because it's not all that easy if you're not used to knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, changing a story is, because it's your story, it's very yeah. hard to, to change. It's like saying, well, why don't you just become left-handed or right-handed? What's the problem here? Yeah. It's, and that's what kind of hypnosis, that's actually what hypnosis does is change your story to benefit yeah. for a better outcome, right? That's right. So, we change the story every time somebody's in the chair. Mm-hmm. And then the next time they come, it changes again. Mm-hmm. So it's all about changing the story and constantly updating the story. Hold on, I just have to put up uh, so I can see. There we go. Ah. So the engineer tells us to stop. We can see that. Yeah. It's, it's gets mad at us otherwise. Um, and here I was with such a good line, and yes. then you just interrupted. Oh, keep going. <laughs> Lost it Rewind. now. <laughs> Court reporter, read back the last. <laughs> the, um, uh, every, every, um, everybody in the chair, always, you're always changing their story. Yeah. That's what hypnosis does. Yeah. So, you know, if you knew me uh, when I started hypnosis, 1999, I was that person. Not very long after, I was a different person. And I kept moving forward to the person I am today, and I'm still moving. So, the change is a constant. You yeah, just don't realize it. Let's just touch that. To, to, again, it's to help find you. There is no, okay, to find your path or to find the right thing for you. This is what you do. It's mostly you sit around. I mean, take some time to think it out for yourself. Take some time and away. Sit on a rock on the beach. Yeah, or just go sit anywhere and just take time to think <laughs> about yourself. It's okay. Somewhere you feel good and, and comfortable. It's okay to think about yourself. Here's some, uh, looking at um, coaching, etc. Here's what the... The thing I liked on, on the, the, when I was looking at this kind of stuff was to be to not be says to have a, a, an optimum life. It's have something to hope for, something to do that you like, yeah. and someone to love. Yeah. So let's look at break it down a little bit, and you can give me your thoughts on this. So they do in coaching; they'll do purpose, growth, health, happiness. Right? Yeah. So well, find your purpose. Well, what yes. Can you say on that? Find your purpose. You know, there might be workshops around. You can go do that kind of thing. But it's also something by yourself. Uh, I think, do we have any material up about what you do want and what you don't want yeah, and all that? Put up okay, we'll put that up for on you. On that uh, free self-defense. I, I told you he was going to make me do some work for you. Mm-hmm. But so if you take that into account and you use the self-hypnosis site as an af- and create your own affirmations to change... You can do that, and we'll put some up. But, you know, they should be just made to order for you. You should make them up. Tailor-made. Tailor-made to you. So that when you're doing that, you are starting to change to the next level. So people talk about happiness and getting that. I I don't want to be upset anymore. I want to be happy. Right. Well, happiness is a byproduct. It isn't something you create. It's a byproduct of being, doing what you want to do, being where you want to be, and with who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not the same as what you just yes, told me. Yes. Yeah. So those things are created through any of those things, mindfulness, hypnosis. It's all the same to me. You know, this is hypnosis everywhere. I think everything is hypnosis. So you start utilizing some of those tools. And we'll give you quite a few. And it's work, right? It is self-work. It is self. It's called self-work. doesn't need to feel like work. Do you understand? There's a difference between uh, going to a job. I don't go to a job. Did you know that? I know that. I work quite a bit. Mm-hmm, a lot. But I don't go to a job, and I enjoy what I do. So it doesn't feel like I work. And it hasn't been all my life, I'll have to say. <laughs> People say, well, I never worked a day in my life. That's not true for me, I have to say. Up till about the, when I became a hypnotist, I worked lots of times, 60 hours a week and mm-hmm. more. And it was not an easy life. But in, in, by, by self-work, I mean, you have to put an effort. Yes. If you're not used to doing this, like it's, that's why it's like going to the gym. You, to get fit, you actually have to put in effort. You to have find- to have disciplines of a, a level. To some degree, yes. Yeah, to some degree. Okay. And I tend to be easier with the discipline on working with the mind. 
and spirit, and then the body always lies behind with the gym. <laughs> but, but even you say to a, a client yeah. coming in, yes, hypnosis will work on your mind and we, will, we can change your story, but you have to participate. Yes. yes. Oh, it's all their participation, right? Mm-hmm. We always do the work. So even if you just go sit and meditate in, the, in wherever you feel comfortable and spend some time with yourself, so you know what yourself wants. You can journal. You can write notes down. It doesn't have to be rules to it. But you need to start to know who you are. Okay. So the next is purpose and then there's growth. What do you use? Well, growth has just changed to me mm-hmm. because you're going to continue to change. You know, there was the old saying about somebody would say, well, what if I don't like the change? I said, don't worry. It'll be changed next time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Be open to change. Be open to change always. And that's that's what well, the other thing about success. They say successful people or people who find their path were open to change and ready to accept the change. So they're open and willing. Yeah, be ready. As it Opening and willing, and so that's that fear is what if I don't like it? Yeah, don't worry. And so you don't need to be concerned about that because you can change it in the blink of an eye just by a thought, by a feeling, by a sense, by knowing. So growth. Uh, so that's purpose, growth, and health. Yeah. somewhat important. Yeah. But you say everything, or doesn't hypnosis say everything is in the mind? Well, I think everything is attached to the mind. Mm-hmm. I think of the the brain as sort of, I don't think the mind, my world, in my concepts, I believe some things, and I try not to believe too many things because I try to stay open to possibility. And I said the word try because we do get stuck in some of our places of belief, right? And it's hard to recognize yourself. It's hard actually. to recognize because it's just you. Uh, so <clears throat> we all have limiting beliefs. I don't think there's one person walking around who wouldn't have a limiting belief. So that's change. You need to change it. Now, you might not know you got it till you suddenly it pops into your face and you go, oh, my God, that hasn't been true this whole time. <laughs> so... Um, okay, that's the mind. What about so? But the physical body also, of course, affects. No, oh, of course. How you feel on how you do. Everything things. is a symbiotic relationship. Right. So it's not just mind and not just body. No, it's a very holistic. I look at it as body, mind, and spirit too. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, that's what it is. But people, when you are ill, if you have a disease, or you are just sick, mm-hmm. sickness affects your outlook. Outlook. So you're going to be a little low necessarily. Oh, I'm feeling low today. You, you see it on Facebook all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, people say, oh, really a not a good day today. I rolled out of bed and I couldn't hear or whatever mm-hmm. because Watched of the uh, cold and oh. whatever. So, but those all things are taken into account. So you say be proactive in health, right? Yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. we, I do have what we call a proactive health program in health hypnosis and Simpson protocol. Now you can do the same thing with self hypnosis if you want, just by indicating that you feel like getting better, just ask your mind to get, feel better. Mm-hmm. And you know, that affirmation I'm not, I'm telling you, uh, and every day in every way I feel better and better is one of the best things you can do. And of course, what we do here as a hypnotist, I do, I go beyond that. I, you know, specify, let's say you have knees that are sore or whatever. We go into letting your body adjust. Actually, one of the early shows way back, but they're all the same now. There's no time in podcasts. No. Was it um, Paul talking about lasers? Oh, yeah. And that was a great the show. show is great. It's a it really good show. About, uh, yeah. He, he developed this. Yeah, so because I use those lasers in conjunction with the ProHealth program and sometimes other, especially, you know, those lasers, if you can afford that kind of thing, because they're a nice, nice unit and they do a lot of good work and they're very good for people who have discomfort. Yeah, that's a great option. Yeah. And the last thing, so they say purpose, growth, health, and happiness. Oh, yeah, the happiness, I, I already sort of covered that to my my mind, is happiness is a byproduct. If you are working in something that you're enjoying, if you are having the people around you that you would like to be with, not the ones that are causing you disharmony in your life and all those things. So look around at yourself keenly first and what's around you and what you need for yourself 
to get that byproduct. As it's, and I think we do this, we, you know, uh, you'll ask a person who's been working for not so much these days, it doesn't happen, but in our generation where you'd have, uh, they've been working for 40 years in one job or in, with one career, and you say, why, why was that? Well, they had an opening when I was 18 or 16, yeah. and they just, you just go Stayed along with there. it. And it may be okay for them, but it may be not. But so don't, I think for happiness is don't get stuck in either a group or in a work environment, whatever. That's if not you're not loving it. Start yeah. looking around. Yeah, you're yeah, allowed. But, you know, there's lots of people who like certain jobs that you would think were, oh, and I would think they were, but everybody has a different sense of what suits them. But if, like Martin says, if you got picked up a job when you were 18, you're still at it, and but you hate it, that's not where to be. You don't have to stay just because your mom no. says you do. <laughs> you know, you're by now, if you've been there that long, you are your own boy or girl. Yeah, and you're allowed to change. Yes, change is allowed. Uh, you know, what is, you keep seeing these stories hmm. on Facebook. This lady only started this at 80 yeah. or this at whatever. doesn't matter what age you are. It's disgusting. Yes, yeah, becoming healthy. Running <laughs> marathons. Mar- Mar- That's Doing yoga and yeah. teaching yoga at 96. Yeah. All that. Uh, those are a few very people who have been on that search, and it's something they love to do. Okay, we're going to go on to the other thing that you stirred up last week, which was the gender and sex and stuff regarding yeah. hypnosis. We and, did and, say we take this to the next level, so we're yeah. stirring the pot. Yeah, but do you have any last thoughts as we close off this section on, uh, on yes. purpose and stuff? Just okay. Um, on purpose and stuff, I think that's good. And we're going to put all that stuff up on the site. Self-hypnosis. Yeah, and self-hypnosis. So we'll talk about the next thing that stirred the pot when we come back. Well, we've got oh, to, not yet. Not yet. You oh, see, now talking. you know it's right now. Oh, okay, now. Now, <laughs> now we can go to break. <laughs> now we can go to break. All right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, and we will get back into that discussion about gender first, but I just want to remind you that Kaz Riley, who is what I call the sexpert, 
<laughs> I probably didn't make that up myself. Anyway, uh, she has been working in this field for a long time, probably about 18 years at least. Mm-hmm. And she just started working and, and suddenly one was referring another, 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 and it's become her specialty. And she knows a lot about it and she'll be back here February 13th. She's a hypnotist in this For area. the hypnotist. And yeah, we talk about working uh, with sexual issues. And the thing about it is that it's very important that the hypnotist becomes quite knowledgeable about the terms and terminology so they can have frank discussions with their clients. If that's their concern, yes. And that's really what those programs, yeah. what CAS does and your program does. The What it stirred up was um, a lot of queries about, well, um, we're in a different era. Like yes. the CAS uh, always says, you know, porn is a huge influence on the younger generation. Yes, much more than on ours, right? In fact, showing that if you, you're these people who are 13, 14, 15, boys and girls, are the first generation uh, that we know of that are brought up on porn. They don't, they don't have sexual contact, and they have porn first, and then sexual. And that has a lot to do with the internet, of course. Well, of course. And the way things are changing, so we need to pay attention. Yes, that it's a very powerful thing, and as um, you know, they always say. If you're a parent in your 40s or whatever and you've got young kids, that porn they're looking at is not the porn you looked at. This is a lot harder stuff. And this, and somebody was making a comment, well, it's all porn bad. Well, porn can be fun. Porn can be all kinds of things. But that's not the porn people see because that kind of decent porn costs money and it's behind paywalls. Kids yeah. don't see that stuff. They no. see the And they're actually kept out of all that. And also the other interesting thing on that is boys. Uh, there's, there's a good bo- book written by, and I forget her name, but it's um, Boys and Sex and Girls and Sex. The boys will look at uh, porn, obviously, to for the excitement, but also to find out what they're supposed to be doing. And it shows usually aggression, aggressive yeah. content. Girls look at porn to see what, are they, what do the boys want. And so the, a girl who's looked at porn and not before they have sexual contact will tend to be submissive and just go with whatever. And that's a problem, especially as, yeah. especially it's not the concern really as the sex is one thing, sexual function, dysfunction, but it's the relationship that you guys really dig into because that causes problems there. And uh, today there is a lot of um, partner relationships mm-hmm. that are not working well for young people. I think that's what we brought up is that it's, uh, sexual, basic physical sexual function dysfunction is one thing. You can work with in hypnosis, no problem. Yeah. But the big concern is that they don't get relationships. And they're big. They work. And they, they, find, they find no help with that right. either. Because they're scared to talk about it to their parents. And all that kind of thing. Isn't that true? That's true. I know when I was 14, 15, I didn't talk to my parents about anything. That was kind of inside me. Oh, my God. You know? But where you learn sex from peers and other yes. things. But to learn sex from porn is a whole different... That wasn't wholly accurate either. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. But it's you much worse level now. In fact, um, um, they say if a female especially, is, if she's had sexual in contact and sexual adventures and then looks at porn, it's not a big deal. The other way around, if porn is their first thing, they tend to be submissive and just go with whatever. And not that they like it, it's just they think they have to do this. Yeah. Yeah, and they think that's the right way and the only way. Mm-hmm. I know we were intending, a, my daughter went to high school, and the concern at high school was um, the girls were doing, when, and they had sexual things, it was all set porn poses. And people were going, why are you doing that? Well, that's, that's what we do, isn't it? Because that's their only contact. Yeah. And the other um, uh, community that uh, especially Casdale was into is the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And they watch porn too, but it's no better because the typical, uh, as I'm told, this is hearsay, I'm told <laughs> the typical porn adventure in that same-sex stuff is teacher-student, coach-student. Yeah, there's it's, always a submissive part just like with the young people. So it's not helpful. So imagine this generation growing up, and uh, where can we help? Well, uh, the thera- any therapist, but hypnosis especially, is very helpful, changing the story. I can see it becoming a very big thing that needs to be addressed by hypnosis. So I think more that we were talking to the uh, lay audience, but also to the hypnotist side, that this is huge yeah. uh, um, 
area of concern to be to, that we can work with. And I know Kaz is just over, is just overwhelmed with with people talking. I heard somebody say something the other day. It just hit me. I think it's kind of funny. Is uh, you know, in my day, we were looking at the catalogs, you mm-hmm. know, and then Playboy came along, all that, and that was still today pretty tame, mm-hmm. right? So as it goes on like that, it just becomes more distorted. Yes. Well, and, and the porn is harder, so it's much more aggressive. Yeah. And somebody is saying uh, their daughter went to a professor's house to get coaching and getting whatever, learn extra studies, yeah. and he attacked her. And what did all her friends say? They didn't say we should report him. They said, well, why did you go there? You knew that would happen. Why are you putting yourself in that position? Like it's a given if you're a female that you can't put yourself in those positions. The Me Too. Yeah, right? it's still the, yeah, it's still still there, isn't it? That yeah. whole thing about uh, females are the ones that are in charge of making sure that they're yeah. not pregnant, that they're not attacked, That's that right. they're not, they must do nothing so the man doesn't. And it's gotten a lot better, but it's still underneath, it's still there. So the, uh, the area of concern, again, is, I, uh, is that um, you're dealing, basically dealing with intimacy and relationships. And you've got hypnosis programs for that because that's a difficult thing for a person to deal with. I mean, you know, go and talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. But even with uh, like SP, the Simpson Protocol, they don't have to talk about it. But it's an area of the hypnotist understanding the parameters of what can be worked on here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're talking about I mean, the sexual act right mm-hmm. now. And we talked about gender. Mm-hmm. But there's also, from my point of view, many of my clients come, uh, not as many men in this field as mm-hmm. the women, but they come around a certain age that I know it happened to me. It was right. suddenly you stood there and you said, well, my kids are grown up and they've left. And what about me? Mm-hmm. And that's what I deal with quite a lot. And I laugh because I was there myself. Mm-hmm. Right? So... As time goes on and life changes, you have to keep up with the changes. Your own changes. Your own changes. Mm-hmm. So we're back to that thing of, uh, you know, then come in with empty nest syndrome or whatever. See, the whole time we've been busy, all our lives looking after the kids, doing everything mom's supposed to do, working, blah, blah, going on and on. We're keeping ourselves uh, out of the picture. Mm-hmm. And suddenly now we can feel because we're there by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if you start doing that in early life, a bit of put your toe in the water and see who you really are as you come up all the way up mm-hmm. as you age. And from uh, you can see that with, on the male side of that, right? mm-hmm. in when there's kids and there's family yeah. and stuff, you'll see the workaholic yes. syndrome. Yeah. Workaholic means I'm, I don't want to go home. Because I'm in charge at work, or I know my I know my boundaries at work. I know what to do at yes. work. I don't at home. I don't have to deal with certain things. I don't have to deal with emotions. Mm-hmm. Usually at work, there's not many emotions, and so a guy will be a workaholic or whatever. Yeah, it's another way of avoiding, so avoiding life, their life. Yeah. So it's just the same for both to participate in even the first part. Talked about the first yeah. part of the show of purpose and growth and, and yep. being open to change. And what about me? It's okay and to say it's what always about me. what about me. It's okay to say what about <clears throat> me. And you know, when we're young, yes, you have kids and that's their your first priority. Mm-hmm. But there's a level there that you need to have still a bit of that what about me. But I know I know a lot of your clients, female clients typically, are um, stressed because they're trying to run the world. Yep. Their world. Their world, Kids. their families, doing anything for everybody. And suddenly we have fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Chronic, <laughs> yes. chronic, chronic pain. And it stays in the muscles. It stays everywhere. And on that, if you're interested, you did a couple of, we've done a couple of shows uh, specifically on pain and, and chronic yeah. pain. And it's not and just, okay, those. I have a sore finger. It's chronic. No. Your life is twisted. And, you know, we, you know, for a while, I think it was the 80s, if I can think about it but it was we had this especially if we had a tendency to be what we considered spiritual Mm. and we said well you create your own life and you do but it's not an intentional creation Mm -hmm. right so people would say well why did you do that to look at straight person in the eye and say well why did you do that because that was bad So the whole thing is a little erroneous, but um, the judgments we make of other people are definitely part of the deal. 
as we're growing, mm-hmm. right? As we're growing, then we say, oh, I'm changing. So what about so-and-so? My friends, oh, they think I'm crazy or they do this or whatever. Anybody judges you. You have to understand that you are changing and some things may change <laughs> of well, who you are in your group of people. I think it's, it's you will need to ground yourself, as it were. You yes. are worthy. It's okay to be you. Yes. It's not just what you – because the – they say drugs are a huge influence on people. There's nothing more influential, influential on you than your peer group, the people yes. you're around. They will influence you. You think crowd yes. psychology is crazy? A peer group. You will do anything with to keep that friendships going. Yeah. Okay, great. Is it worth it? I mean, is, is it valid for you, right? Is it, it will it gain you those three things. What? You know, the happiness, the yeah, growth, yeah. and all. Will it attain those will things? Will it attain those things, yes. And if you see the... And you look and you say, oh, I don't think that's going to get me there. Mm-hmm. Then you just start with putting your toe in the water. It's all work. Yeah. <laughs> it's always being aware. Well, awareness, right? Awareness is a big thing. If you, first of all, is getting to be aware because most people aren't aware that they're in that place. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to look at yourself yeah. and say, oh, no, I'm this. Because you tend to think, well, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then next thing you've got some chronic thing going on and you're really, your body's saying or your emotions are saying, uh, no, you're not okay. Mm. Go see a hypnotist. Yes. Well, yeah, or do something about it mm. in whatever way that you are open to. And you can't just let your friends do the Bob Newhart and just say, well, stop it. <laughs> I wish that was really working. That's great. <laughs> that's a conscious problem being fixed. Yes. By, a subconscious problem being fixed by the conscious. Yeah, that's the old deal. If you haven't fixed something in your life that's not working for you and you haven't done it consciously, you haven't been able to fix it, it's because it's not a conscious problem. So look deeper. So look deeper. And on that, I just want to, just keep on this just for while we're on this topic because the next topic we're going to talk about is going to be very interesting, being hypnosis everywhere, the next level you are, and people keep asking you about this and you've put it off to talk about entities and what that may or may not mean. Oh, the entities right. Entities within you. Yes. But before we yes. get there on, back to that, the, the gender thing is also, I think we're going to have more confusion on gender now, we seem to, according to Kaz, and because of the LGBT community and what's happening and what people, it's an, it, again, it's an area of work that can be done, especially with hypnosis, because that's the gentlest way to work with people. You're not doing anything invasive. There are uh, improvements, I must say, in people's attitudes, but it's not across the board for sure. We're nowhere near that. And just applying, you know, because from my point of view, all humans are human. Mm-hmm. It's just what their gender is is theirs, what their um, sexuality is theirs, and I just see a person. Yeah, it's just as we said, you said, or somebody said last week, there's a difference between a sexual um, makeup and gender. You can have sex organs of a male, but it doesn't mean your gender is that, or vice versa. Vice versa. And if if, if society or peer group pushes them towards what the sexual organs are, there's massive confusion. Massive confusion. Because there's going to be repression of of emotions and it's going to explode. Everything, well, self-worth goes down because they think they're being wrong if they've been educated Mm -hmm. that way from when they were young that this is wrong, this is what. And life gets not easy. Well, I think as you tell a lot of your clients, especially the coming in later in life, that – they, it's good that they do something about it because otherwise at some some place they're going to explode. And the explosion yeah. could be a disease. The explosion could be chronic pain or it could be anger and really just exploding. Yeah. Because it's going to come out somewhere at some point. Eventually it has to. Because especially when you're busy in life, you know, like your the workaholic mm-hmm. syndrome thing, is that you keep working and you are dancing as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. And you're getting that not, you're managing to keep it lowered and keep shut. But all of a sudden, one day, it just doesn't, can't do it anymore. I think we, you've had some programs on panic attacks, etc. Yes, exactly. Anxiety and panic attack. Mm-hmm. Is you've had programs on this on the health, health and hypnosis, and quite a few shows you've had. Yeah. And this ease turns up usually, not always. Uh, because of some emotional repression. Yes. That something's happening. Yes. It's not dealt with. It's repressed. And the body goes, you better, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you pay attention. Well, can it actually be pretty gradual too, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, so that person doesn't notice because they've, so, you know, yesterday they weren't feeling all that great, but it wasn't, you know, that next day a little more, a little more, a little more, till all of a sudden it pops, right? Yeah, frog in the water. Yes, warm. the frog in the water. But also you've talked about is, um, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. Is that um, we, you know in hypnosis that subconscious and the other parts, higher mind you do very powerful part of you, yes. much more powerful than the conscious yes. part. Yeah. So if that feels that it's going to try and get your attention, yeah. um, it doesn't matter how many doctors you go to, eventually it's going to get your attention yes. through disease or discomfort, etc. Or whatever. And it gets your attention because that 10% of you, or I'm just using mm. it because we don't know conscious exactly, mind. some people five, some you know, the conscious mind is, isn't combat the other 90% of the mind. And it's different areas and all. It's so complicated, really. But I think that gets back to the first part of this yes. program on. The first uh, show ever. But also the first part. Wait, let um, me finish. <laughs> <laughs> first part of this program where we're talking about growth and, and you know, what, find your path. Mm -hmm. Because you're, you, the big part of you tends to know the path to go on. The smaller part of you, like what your conscious mind and your, what you see around you and your friends, may not. And if there's a conflict, that's when you get dis-ease, right? I was very lucky. I found my my path when I was still in my 50s. Yes, very lucky. <laughs> and I mean... Without looking. <laughs> no, you just... No, no, that's not true. I was searching. That's good. I was searching and I was looking. And I had always been thinking of that mindset. So I just... What mindset? Of searching and becoming aware of myself. Okay, good, yeah. Doesn't matter. I was doing a good job at the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you get a little better at it with each time you do it. That's just being open. That's uh, just being open to more. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be this way. No, yeah, for sure. Now we're going to go to a break in a few seconds. Not yet. That says one minute. <laughs> for radio, for radio audience, we're looking at a time thing. That you just happens. can't wait to talk about entities. The That's engineer puts up. Yeah. So we're going to move to entities because we had a lot of questions and a lot of concerns and a lot of myths about this whole deal. And I'd well, like you really to there's dig all dig kinds into of it. possibilities. We'll talk about the possibilities. Okay. Now, anything else you want to wind up on this last sex, gender, etc. part? I think everybody starts looking. If they need it, please look anywhere. There's so much information, as usually, good and bad. And you're allowed to. You're allowed and you're to allowed to search. And have self-help. And self-help. And if you choose, when you're ready, you can get some other help to help you along the way. All right. So now we can go to break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. So, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I guess I have to do this. I've been putting it off for a while. So, uh, you know, most people, especially in any kind of hypnosis career, we help people get better. Mm-hmm. There's certain times that the person feels like they're not them or they're being, they feel different for some reason. The voice in their head. They're, well, some have mm-hmm. voice in the head, but some people just have a general, uh, like what the pig pen in the cartoons are with the cloud of, you know. Dark. Dark. Darkness. And they feel that darkness. So the darkness, what we call, we tend to call it as an entity. Now, I'm going to give you the pot. It's a generic term for something that's interfering with you. Now, the interference can come from a whole bunch of energy because nowadays people are getting a little bit more open to thinking it more rationally um, that this is possible, that we feel energy. Everybody talks about the, oh, I was there and there's a, a the vamp, you know, an energy vampire just right, there. Right. And we talk about those things I'm like they're normal. This is, a, this is what would be in the past we would have said was an entity, right? Just, just on that topic of feeling mm-hmm. energy, what's all the big fuss on 5G? 5G that's coming for cell yes. Everybody's terrified because of the energy that yes. they, they may do something. To them. Yep. Well, it may. Because energy is energy, right? Energy is energy, yes. It's a, as technology changes, we, we really notice it, right? We notice things. And people... Some and the, the, are real and, and some are imagined. Yes, that's the trouble. <laughs> and so are entities. Some are real and some are imagined. So I don't... When a client comes in, I don't say, oh, you have an entity. I don't... It's not my business and I don't know that. And but you don't know what that means to the client. What it means that. to the client. So for instance, I a client come in... And they're a little bit psychic. You know, they're very intuitive. They're all that. And they say, well, you know, I think there's something dark following me. Right? So put her in hypnosis because what do I know? I don't know anything. So when when you're dealing with it on an internal basis, that client found out it was just her anger that had grown so big that it was just a mass of negative energy. Mm -hmm. So in that case, that was the entity. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of times the energy that creates an uh, an entity. For instance, I you know I get a little annoyed when I watch uh, mediums on TV and stuff, and they find entities and all that kind of stuff, which would be fine. I'm not against that in any way. What I'm against with is that they do nothing about it. You're talking specifically like specific, ghost walks and all yeah, that. Yeah, ghost walks. But sometimes they're, they're not all, uh, they're quite honest about saying that it's just a whole bunch of negative mm-hmm. energy that's what stuck there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was anger and the person, or bad things happened in that area. The energy was there. Mm-hmm. All those things. That, but they don't fix it in any way. Mm-hmm. Now, that seems erroneous to me. Why are you doing that? Are you only doing it to be have a show and, and look like you know things, or are you there to help people? Yeah. Anyway, that's well, that's, that's a side if, of If it's energy track. there, it can be removed. You, in fact, yes. you did that with a ghost walk here, a local ghost yeah. walk. <laughs> yeah, I did. Don't tell anybody because they're still, they're still selling there's a ghost there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but and then there's people like Gary George. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been a great show, and people love that show and all his yeah. stories. Shaman so, shows, yeah. If you have a what I would consider an in, an entity that is bothering you, if you can't see a hypnotist who's open to working with that stuff, then the shaman works. He's the natural hypnotist here. He's walking both sides of the world, and he can do it remotely. And he can do it remotely. Smart guy. Yeah. He's so astounding if on, guy, on the entity factor, most people know entities from TV, like the Exorcist type stuff, yeah. movies and TV. So yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about first um, different belief systems, different religions. Many, many people believe in spirit. Now, 
The other ones that are saying, well, we science only, then they go, well, there's no such thing. But remember, uh, the way I look at life is to be open to possibility. It doesn't mean that you have to be either a doormat or a totally believe everything somebody tells you, gullible. Okay, well, right? just, to, just to comment on that, I think anybody talking about science, if they say, well, science doesn't believe in energy and, and all these extra they dimensions in energy, no. and different dimensions, then I don't think you're reading science. I think you're reading mass media. Science is it's, all about multi-dimensions, multi-time yes. zones. In fact, science now says, quantum science says, yes. there is no time. It's uh, an artificial concept that we have. And I there is there is multi-dimensions, possibly multi-universes, possibly multi-use. Okay, that's not me saying that. That's, that's quantum yes. physics. So just a note. So we've science. moved ahead. Well, no, we've <laughs> I don't mean moved ahead. It's just we've... No, we've opened it's up. It's always been there. No, no, I don't mean that. We moved ahead in terms of allowing our perceptions to be more open. I'll give you that. That's what I mean. We've become more open to possibilities. That there's things out there. So getting back to the church stuff, I mean, there's been um, the Catholic Church has been doing exorcisms forever. Mm -hmm. They still do them. Mm -hmm. Now, the only thing I might not agree with – Catholic Church on the exorcisms is that they instigate an, a, a fight between whatever the entity, the energy is, which could be just anger and all those things too. And then they create it and they kick it out. Well, let's just say they're going in. They're it's going a very in difficult. On their belief things. system is that this is an entity that is a thing. It's a thing. Possibly yeah. an energy without a body or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now they're going in with that belief. So why would they go get? piss it off, get it really angry. I don't and know. And then when they do kick it out, what do they think it's going to do? Run away? It's not going to run away. It's going to find something else. I mean, in the exorcist, that's just, what happened. And that, you know, really. that's not funny. And I think that's a concept that's where it should be lo- what looked at. But what, what was, what? let's just say we're, we're going to go with the belief that the thing we're dealing with at this particular time with this particular person is some other energy, some other yes. being, let's say. And you know what, what that's... Would you, how would you... Well, you mean so a demon? Well, it doesn't have to be a demon, just has something that's... Oh, something. Could bene- be... Benefiting that okay. person. It could be... Um, a relative. A relative. Because what happens is, what happens when there's grief? Somebody dies. Somebody has grief. Somebody hangs on to that person. They can't pass on if you and if you think they don't pass on, I don't know. We that we well, get into a huge realm here. But in what my possibilities and the things I've seen or heard of or known of is that when grief is held on, the other person cannot always leave. And sometimes also, I mean, we don't, we're not educated in death yeah. as humans, so we don't really know what to do. Next. It's not all. Uh, was it Ghost? What was that movie with um, Ghost? Ghost. Yeah. And we don't all know what to do to go to the light or whatever. No. no. So quite often it appears from all the near-death experiences, et cetera, is they don't know what to do. No. They don't even know if they're dead. There's and many people go to that a, don't. And they'll quite often jump into another body. Just yes. Because that's that's the, um, the, the comfort zone for them. You know, one of my favorite books was written by Edith Fiore. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called The Unquiet Dead. And if you're open to learning what some of the work she did with people, uh, she was a psychologist that works uh, worked with people who had these sort of issues. They, they thought, you know, in those days, because she's now, she's still here, and she's she was a phenomenal woman, but she had found out that when they gave um, electric shock, the people would get better short time. For short time, yeah. And she could never figure out, or none of them could really figure that out yet, until one day one of the ladies who always went for lunch with their family got in a car accident. They all got in the car accident, and the lady was perfectly rational human being when she came out. She survived the car accident. She survived, yeah. <laughs> she did, sorry. She wasn't an entity. <laughs> but what happened was it did the same thing as uh, when she got the electric shock. It, it wasn't always continuous after. So she started to work with people who had the entity. She would work on the entity if it was a person that had no body, had a body before, like this lady or whatever, and, and she would work with that person through the other person because they were connected, the through grief the was connecting them, whatever was doing it. 
And it was uh, phenomenal, and that was quite a long time ago. I mean, it's been around forever, people who did this work. Whoa, how did I get that already? She's commenting on the time that's left. It's only three minutes left. Well, you've had experiences, I mean, with clients where yeah. of grief, where somebody's yes. held on. Yeah, very simple ones sometimes. And the other interesting thing with hypnosis, and with hypnosis, you've allowed that to go. The other interesting thing you're able to do with hypnosis is shorten the grief process. Yeah. Yes. Time. Yeah. Allow them to kind of go yeah. through it quite quickly. Yeah. Because that, we work with certain levels of mind, and the mind is connected to everything, and mm -hmm. there we go. But getting back, we only got mm -hmm. a couple of minutes here, so the entity thing. So we talk about entities. Yes, they could be real, but in general, in general, it's mass of either people you've connected to and, and haven't allowed to, to leave or the vice versa. They, they couldn't leave you or okay. they were afraid to leave. Read the book if you're interested in it, Unquiet Dead. Mm -hmm. And it's a, an incredible thing. So if you understand it that way and the anger and the guilt and all those other things that make mass entity. And you also, the symptoms of that would also be, apart from, uh, you might actually take on the, the, if somebody dies from a disease yes. or whatever, you might actually find you're taking on parts of that disease. Okay. But the other thing Can is I tell that story in two minutes? Yep. Okay. So, for instance, uh, there's someone that is connected to the person who dies and they're having grief. And they suddenly start to develop the illness that their group who passed just, yeah. they start to develop those symptoms in the body. Now, even to the fact of reality, they'll take the People will take x-rays or whatever, and they'll be there. If they died of cancer, they'll have yes. that cancer. Or they could. It's not they'll well, have it, it, but they could. No, no. In that yeah. And it shows up, and, and sometimes it's a, a, a let's say, a, in this case, it was a parent mm -hmm. who died, and she said, Dad, don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me. Mm -hmm. Didn't leave her. <laughs> and suddenly, within just a few days, she developed his symptoms. Yeah, and that's Luckily, there was a hypnotist that they, they knew and they could just shift that so she would stop allowing it to be created in her body. And that's one story, but you've had it with your own clients, but we're running out of time, so let's leave that hanging. Ah, they're hanging for another show. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay, well, thanks for being here, and I'm sorry we can't keep going. I'll see you next time. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 